Hey, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Yunuqua. And we're the hosts for the Kings of Hearts podcast. Hey everyone, Andy here, welcoming you to another episode on the Kings of Hearts podcast. Today, we are talking about suicide. Look, this topic is, for some people, sensitive, uncomfortable, awkward, and yet we got to have it. And that's why we're recording this episode. About two weeks ago, we just had an event in Calgary around this topic. The event was called An Alternative to Suicide. And we felt it necessary to continue the dialogue because this conversation just does not start and end. It needs to be an ongoing one. So in this episode, Yanukwa and I, we get talking about why the why is this important, suicide and this topic, why there are stigmas around this, why it's important as a community, as people to start leaning into uncomfortable topics, uncomfortable situations, and to be proactive. What does it mean to be a leader? It means to be proactive. It means to not wait until the crisis happens before we respond, before we act. So in the context of suicide, why would we wait? Why would we wait until someone we love takes their life or someone we know has thoughts and ideations? Why would we wait? An analogy that we used in this episode was, it is better to be a warrior in a garden and to be a gardener at war. We get deep into what that means. So stay with us, stay tuned. This is a sharp and punchy episode. We recorded for about 40 minutes and get your notebook, get a pen, take notes. And I wanna just say, if anything lands with you and you feel called to reach out, email us. I'll leave our email in the show notes, reach out. We wanna create more spaces and dialogue around this and to begin to normalize the topic of suicide and to make it a little less uncomfortable. Enjoy. What is up, you beautiful people? We are back on the King of Hearts podcast with another episode with yours truly. I am Yanukwa and my co-pilot, Andy. Say hi to the people. Hi, people. What's going on? We are back, ready to provide you with another sharp and punchy and yet deep, full of wisdom, informative, hopefully, for you guys. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, we're coming on the back end of a heart-to-heart that we did titled An Alternative to Suicide. Uh, we did an IG Live talking about it. Um, you and I have been talking about it for months. Our intern did some research for us. <laughs> and I feel like this is a really beautiful way to finish Um not even finish, but just to continue this dialogue and conversation a layer deeper with you and I, because we didn't get an opportunity, or at least you didn't get an opportunity <laughs> to participate in the heart to heart. So I think it's a really beautiful, um, some more scaffolding on this, on this topic. What did you say? Ooh, scaffolding. I like that. Uh, I like that word. Scaffolding is like building on top of. Hallelujah. Adding adding layers or going layers deeper, however you'd like to see that. Exactly. Um, and before we dive in, should we take a breath? Maybe two breaths. 
Ooh, okay. Let's let's do it. Um, wherever you are, you beautiful human being, if you can close your eyes, get grounded. And let's take a deep breath in through the mouth. Three, two, one, big breath in. Holding at the top and letting it all out through the mouth again. One more time, let's do that again. Three, two, one, big breath in. Holding at the top. Three, two, one, and slowly letting it out through the mouth. Staying here for a moment, just checking in on the body, on the heart, on the soul. And then blinking your eyes and coming back into the space. Welcome back. So right away, jumping in, sharp and punchy. <laughs> mm. And alternative to suicide. Why did we pick this topic, Andy? Do you recall? Was there anything that happened in our lives or trending or yeah. Well, you know, I don't think it was a specific, um, like a specific event or something that triggered this to happen. However, mm -hmm. over the course of, of executing, facilitating over the course of, of things of hearts, the whole journey as a whole, suicide has been a topic and experience that has reared its head in one way or another, whether it was something direct in our lives, whether it was part of someone else's life that we heard through the grapevine, or perhaps it was even one of our members losing somebody to suicide. And, you know, five years ago when Kings of Hearts started and we had more of an emphasis around mental health, suicide is a part of that conversation. And yet our our pivot transition from mental health onto heart-based leadership, suicide is still a very important, crucial, sensitive, uncomfortable topic. Yeah. And as a part of heart-based leadership, one of the things that we, that we often advocate for is to lean into the, the discomfort is to lean into the uncomfortable, is to also be proactive in our lives, be proactive about our mental health, about our self-care, about our thoughts, emotions, feelings. And all of that is related to the topic of suicide and to the experience of that men have, which is much higher in number between men versus all other types of groups, men are highest at risk. Men have taken more lives of their, of their own. And the numbers and the facts just, and the stats show themselves and we can't ignore it. And I would say in the last five, six years, I think maybe due to the, the growth of social media, the growth of, this interconnected web of the world, people are talking about men's mental health. 
and suicide. And so that is the reason why as leaders, heart-based leaders, as a community, we, we broach this topic. We lean in and we face the discomfort and we gather people in our community and we gather their friends and family and we invite them into these types of conversations because, and this is something that I've said time and time again with you is why would we wait until the crisis happens until we talk about it? Hallelujah. Preach. To me, that is, that is insanity is to, is to know what we know and yet wait for something horrible to happen before tackling it. And I say this for us as leaders and as owners of Kings of Hearts. And I also say it as an invitation to all people listening to this right now. Yeah. Do you want to wait until somebody in your life or someone that you know takes their life before you, before you attend an event, before you press play on this podcast episode, before you do some research on the signs and the stigmas of suicide? Are you going to, are we going to wait until something bad happens before we act? Or can we be proactive in this and actually have some sort of a positive impact on that number, on that stat as a collective? That's why we created an event called An Alternative to Suicide. And it's called an alternative to suicide because we believe that when given another option, when given a new, a new frame, a new mindset, a new self-awareness, a man or a woman, we believe a child would pause, slow down, and make a different choice other than taking their own life. That is the alternative to suicide or the alternatives plural, to suicide. And even, um, even from a macro perspective, the alternative to suicide is to choose to live, to put it simply. is to choose to live, is to, is to find it somewhere in ourselves to be grateful for life, to be grateful for the time that we have, to work with the hand that you've been dealt with, however that looks, and to do it in community. magic i'll, I'll pause there episode. the podcast is done <laughs> more or less right <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know what to add to that other than well flipping said i agree i really love the sentiment that you said like why would we wait why how can we? you know as heart-based leaders as kings as victors as proactive contributing members of society to sit yeah. on the sidelines and watch it go down and then and then throw our hands in the air when it happens and be like how did how did no one see this coming <laughs> or i didn't know that he would do that it's like no man i'm not playing that game i'm not and look we're not saying we're not saying that this topic is easy breezy lemon squeezy. Do you like that? <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. We're not, we're, we're, we're not no. saying we're not saying that this topic is 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 comfortable and easy to talk about. It yeah. is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And you know what else is uncomfortable? Waking up the next morning, getting a text saying that someone in your life just killed themselves. Yep. So which discomfort do you choose? Wow. To talk about suicide, to get involved, to participate, to be proactive in this. What's more uncomfortable, that or the latter? Well said. Well said. And you know, like uh, the stat that we, I was sharing with you on our event, right? Dude, um, we had over 250 views, 260 views. Yeah. And how many people showed up? 10. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You know, so it's like you guys, like, we know this topic is important to all of us. And we know that we ought to be willing to go there. And yet we allow fear. We allow you fill in the blank. It being uncomfortable. I don't want to go a layer deeper, blah, 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 blah. We allow that to get in the way. Okay, great. Cool. Then the alternative to that is then you're... And again, like I'm not trying to be morbid, but the reality of it is, is, you know, on the flip side, like you said, would you rather lean into the tough conversation and go a layer too deeper or be getting a text message from your loved ones saying that mm-hmm. someone's taking their life? Yeah. There's a, there's a quote that I mentioned on the IG live that we, that we did last week. Yeah. And the quote is by Miyamoto Mushashi, mm-hmm. the Ronin samurai. And he said, it is better to be a warrior in a garden than to be a gardener at war. What does that mean? It means it's better to be a warrior who, let's just assume he's equipped, he's trained, he's prepared. And yet he does not need to use these deadly skill sets unless he has to. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, the gardener at war in the middle of the battlefield is not prepared, is not equipped. Yeah. Is only limited with the skill sets of gardening and yet is faced with danger, with discomfort, with tension, with conflict, with hardship. And he does not know how to handle that and caves and cowls and folds. Who would you rather be? Would you be, would you rather be the warrior in the garden? Or the gardener at war. And I'm using this example because in the context of this conversation about suicide, it is better to be proactive. It is better to see the signs, to know, to be aware of the signs within you, the signs within others, to know how to respond to those signs, to know how to check in with a loved one, with a friend, Mm -hmm. to know how to handle when a friend brings to you a thought or a feeling or a imagination of what they're going through yeah it is better to know how and maybe never use that at all god forbid yep then to be faced with the reality and the unpredictable nature of suicide the the unpredictable nature of suicide we hear it time and time again is what is wow he was so happy yeah 
I, he was the last person that I thought would do this. I am so shocked right now. Hear that all the time. Yep. That is the, one of the common threads of suicide is I didn't see this coming from that person. Mm-hmm. How could this happen? Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a public figure that took his life last year. His name is Twitch. Yeah. He's a dancer. Dude, before the news came out of his death, and look, I don't know what the investigation at the end of the day said or whatever. What was implied was that he took his life, his own life. There was no foul play is what it said. And look, under the assumption that he did take his life, dude, I was on his Instagram like four weeks before the news came out. And this guy was dancing and he was happy and he was with his family. And dude, it was a shock. And I wonder sometimes, what if that man got a weekly or a daily check-in from a band of brothers? Hey, bro, how are you really doing? Mm -hmm. Not from his wife, not from his kids. No, from, from, from some, some, someone outside with a, a, a part of a group that is in with the intent of that check-in. <clears throat> well said, man. Because, dude, I'm passionate about this topic because <laughs> the thing about suicide and suicidal thoughts is that there's shame wrapped around this. Mm-hmm. And it ties into some of the stigmas that you guys discussed in your event around, oh, like, I don't want to share because I, I don't, I don't want people to think that I'm selfish or they're not going to take me seriously or they wouldn't care anyways. Or, you know, maybe you could speak to some of the stigmas that came up in conversation. I mean, what you list off was what essentially what came up for most people. Um, another one was that I don't want to say whether it was a stigma or just a fear of uh, if I shared this, I don't know whether or not the people I share this with can hold it or they're going to, they're going to drop, they're going to drop me emotionally, yeah. you know? And so that was something that somebody communicated and I was like, yeah, that's true. Right. Like you want to share with someone, but you're like, I don't know if they can actually hold it. So therefore I just keep it to myself. Yeah. Right? I don't burden anybody. I hear that a lot. And I tell them, you can either burden me and be proactive about it, <laughs> you know? And guess what? For me, you won't burden me in that moment because then at least I know you're communicating. You know, it's it's the underbelly sometimes of no news is good news. Right. That you and I talk about. And that is the difference between someone like you, who is a gardener, who is a warrior in a garden. Mm. You're equipped. Yeah. Because here's the reality. There are a lot of people who are gardeners at war in this topic. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they don't know how to respond to this, to this. It's true. They don't know how to hold the truth is. Yeah. Like people don't bring because they truly believe this person will backfire mm-hmm. something. Ah, oh, don't worry about it, bro. Just come out and you know have a couple of drinks with me, and let's just let's just do some 
fun stuff and get your mind off of it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful intention. Yeah. But that's a form of a backfiring. Am I, am, am I right? Yeah, it sounds like, yeah. Versus what, what's one of our King's codes? Lead with curiosity. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, can you say more what, about what's going on in your life? Like, did you just break up with someone? Did you just lose a job? Like, can you tell me some more, bro? I'm here for it all. Let's talk. Yeah. Wow, bro. I want, I want to just, I want to just praise you for a moment. Thank you so much for bringing that to me. Was that hard for you to, to bring up? Have you brought that up with anybody else before? Thank you. How could I show up for you? Can we come up with ways that we can navigate this together? I feel honored to receive that for you to confide in me, to trust in me. Thank you. It takes training. It takes practice to be able to receive that and respond and not backfire and, and right? Yeah, yeah. Because who knows, maybe the person that took their life, maybe they, maybe they, they tried to reach out for help in some ways. Yeah, yeah. You're we don't know. It's good, man. <laughs> it's really good. One of the other King's Codes that we have Mm-hmm. is open heart, strong spine, sharp mind mm-hmm. to cultivate the nervous system to receive something like that. Yeah. And I still love, be able to breathe. breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really powerful, you guys, to to cultivate a nervous system that can handle heavy things whether it be for yourself or the loved ones in your life. And um, yeah, that one really, I I love that one. I I recall hearing someone on IG and she was saying, your only responsibility is to take care of yourself. Mm. Life happens where your people need you, you're healthy and ready to go. Mm. I love, love that. That's your own responsibility. And I'm sure there's other ones, but I really, that resonates with me. Right. And part of that is like, yeah, do you have a nervous system? Do you have the emotional tools on the tool belt to handle something heavy from a loved one? Right. And yeah, it's really good. Now, so something that Olivia, our intern, brought up to us mm-hmm. here around some of her thoughts post event she's she 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 brought up wallowing versus yeah. f- feeling your feelings mm-hmm. can, can you define wallowing what how did how did that come up in the event and what were some of the conversation pieces around wallowing versus feeling your feelings okay this is my <laughs> this is no professional breakdown of wallowing um and how it came up in the event was people were sharing about being in the black hole, so to speak, emotionally with their thoughts, with their feelings and feeling like they were wallowing slash ruminating slash in that spiral, right? That continual spiral. And so what I, to answer the question, what do I think wallowing is? I think wallowing is, is like, sitting sitting in the felt so to speak 
right? Sitting in the filth and whether or not there's maybe, I don't want to say you're treading, you're like, you're like a treading water or something, but you're definitely, you're in it, you know, like, like your waist, you're more than waist deep at this point, you know, and, and you're like, you can see my body moving here, but like, you're, you're going through it, you know, and, and I guess for me, if I were to sit and reflect, I would say, yeah, wallowing is staying on the same train, the same thought and just going layers and layers of deeper and deeper and deeper. And the conversation that came out of that, that was like, okay, like, are we able to take a step back and untethered soul comes up here to take a step back and realize that you are not your thoughts. You are not your emotions and that you are the conscious observer observing it all. Right. And that ability to step back and, and disconnect and dissociate. And it doesn't mean that you don't look away, but you see it. You feel whatever you need to feel alongside that. And this mindset, this ideology of this too shall pass also, also needs to enter the fray mm-hmm. so that we don't sit in ruminating thoughts in the wallowing of this one thought. Um, so yeah, that I don't, that's what's alive for me. I don't know if that brings up anything for you. Well, it brings up an experience I had um, of wallowing myself. <laughs> I remember I, I was post post breakup. I forget which which uh, one, <laughs> but uh, man, I was I was in the yeah no no naming names here. Um, no need. I was in the dumps, and I was just I felt like I was in the dumps for weeks. Yeah, and. I got two pieces of advice that, that came my way. I remember it was quite profound. Uh, I'll just say the first one, the, the first one that, the, that was given to me was by my cousin and he, we were in Vancouver and he looked at me and he was like, he's like, bro, he's like, if you keep on looking at the shit, all you're going to smell is shit. He's like, yeah. step away from the shit for a moment. Yeah. Take a breath somewhere else. If you want to come back, sure. But don't just wallow there. Yeah. That's one. And I remember that was like, yeah, like the other piece of advice is they said was, and this is not in the context of suicide. This is just my experience of, you know, post breakup. So maybe there's a different context. One can take it. But at some point I had to stop talking about it. Hmm. You know, mm. the sadness, the grief. Mm-hmm. I had to, I had to, for, for me, I noticed that I was, every conversation I had with a friend was like, oh, I just went through a breakup. Oh, I just went, oh my. It's like for a month or more, it was just that. And guess what that does? It just keeps that experience in me. It's like the storm that you were alluding to. It's like I was moving with the storm. I was yeah. following the rain cloud. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like 
don't share and talk about your emotions or your feelings or whatnot. Like, Hey, do that and find some harmony. Take some breaks between, you know, bring some fun and enjoyment back in your life. Even if you don't feel like it, you know? Yeah. So to me, that is like feeling your feelings and wallowing. The difference between the two is there's a line, you know? And I don't think there's any sort of met like measurement, like metric that you can gauge. You got to feel that for yourself to be like, you know, when is enough enough? Exactly. Yeah, I think, I think that's absolutely right. And a word you like to use a lot is discernment, right? And so discerning, Mm -hmm. discerning how much time I need to stay wallowing versus versus changing your perception, changing your vantage point. Mm. And you can't bypass either one. You can't, <laughs> you can't skip a level because the body keeps score and it will bring it up later. So mm. it is obviously a delicate dance between the two. Yeah. So, yeah. So just to begin to move towards the closure of the conversation today, Yunukwa. Yeah. What are some, what do people need to hear outside of all everything that we just spoke about? Well, what's something that is like a practical first step, small step forward mm-hmm. um, so that people can lean into this topic more, regardless of whether they're experiencing something or not, or whether they have someone in their life, but What's, what's a step someone can take so that they can be more of a warrior in the garden versus a gardener at war? I think that first step is awareness. Is awareness with self, awareness with this topic, and being willing to be uncomfortable mm. and not associating that with fear. Mm. You can be uncomfortable and still be held and be inspired and be heart and leave with your heart full. Those are the words people chose leaving out of the event on Sunday, inspired, excited. So that's, that's one. And then the importance of the check-in on a homie that is so important and And it doesn't have to be anything profound. Can you give me an example of a (laughs) check-in with me right now? Well, okay. Well, I mean, I was going to say sometimes just as basic as, hey, man, just checking in on you. How are you doing? Whether that's a text message or just making the phone call, making the conscious effort to get in touch with somebody. And then with some of my people, sometimes all I got to do is send them three hearts. And then they're like, you have no idea how much that means to me. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, is there anything you want to talk about? You know, just, just something to let somebody know they're being thought of. That, that their presence matters. Mm-hmm. For some of you that might be going to visit grandma and grandpa or going to visit your friend at work, right? Mm-hmm. Bringing someone a coffee and be like, hey, I know you like X, Y, Z. Here it is. Just letting you know I appreciate you. Mm. That goes a long flipping way for somebody. You don't know what they're going through that day. 
Mm-hmm. So this is the importance of that. Those are the two things I would say. Self-awareness and get creative with check-ins. Mm-hmm. Love that, man. What about, what about you, man? Hmm. Yeah, well, the first thing that comes to my mind to just share right now around this is the whole notion around no news is good news does not apply when it comes to suicide and mental health check-in. Mm-hmm. Throw that one out the window when it comes to this. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to yeah, the people. <laughs> the people. And don't assume just because someone looks happy, don't judge a book by its cover, which then will lead to the check-in, right? Take care, like ask yourself, look in the mirror, ask yourself, how, how is my mental health? How's my emotional health? What are some opportunities for me to lean in for myself? How can I fill my own cup up? As you, as you alluded it to earlier, I really love that you brought that up. It's like, how could you hold another if you are not in a place of full cup yourself? So mm-hmm. I would say that if you ensure a full-ish cup and there's consistent practice and filling for you, that, and I, again, God forbid, hopefully that doesn't ever happen, but if it does, you are prepared to meet that from a full cup. Mm-hmm. So... So get aware about your own emotions. So start strengthening your nervous system. Start having uncomfortable conversations in your life, regardless of the topic. Have more uncomfortable conversations. Do more uncomfortable things. Yeah. Do more hard things. Do more hard things. Because the warrior... In the garden? Yeah, he's in a garden, but on his off time, he's training. He's doing hard things. Mm -hmm. Do hard things so that your nervous system can meet the hardships of life because it can happen. Yes. How you do one thing is how you do another thing, right? Yeah. And that's part of it. And then the last thing I got to bring into this conversation is around spirituality Mm. hasn't been touched on yet we talked about it a little bit in the ig live did this come up at all in the event um yes towards the tail end we were talking about good um externals versus internals moving forward yeah why i believe that spirituality is an important moving part in all of this is for whether it's you going through suicidal thoughts, ideation, imagination, or whether it's you having someone in your life that is going through it and you can remind them of the spiritual nature of this, of this life, of our existence, of our soul. Mm-hmm. The benefit of that, or the byproduct of that, I should say, is to remember why we're here, is to remember that there's, so much, there's something so much bigger than our problems than our pains, than our grief, that pain, grief, struggle, hardship from a spiritual perspective, from what I've learned in my life is an opportunity to, to grow. It's to an opportunity to, to connect deeper with the ones that we love. It's the, it's the dichotomy of life. The spirituality teaches us 
is that there is joy and celebration and love, but there is also grief and pain and suffering too. And it's two sides of the same coin. And if you can look at the pain and the grief and the suffering side of the coin and see it as a part of life, you won't feel the need to run away from it. You won't need to feel the desire to end it all because it's too, it's just too hard Mm -hmm. to connect with that deeper part of ourselves, our spiritual nature, our spiritual essence. Boom. You're in a flow state today, man. I think we need another episode or something. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Okay, dude. Um, Great episode. Great conversation. And this is not the end. Okay, guys? Like, if you're listening to this, you made it to the end of the conversation. You feel an urge to have more conversation. Yo, email us. Um, If you are curious about what it looks like to join a men's group, join a community, reach out to us. Yeah. We have opportunities for you. We'll, we'll, we'll find a place for you. Okay. Yeah. We'll find a place for you. Let's just put it that way. Just reach out. We'll find a place for you. It's <laughs> good. And we're here for it fully. So this is our job. Yanuko and I, this is our purpose. This is our duty. This is what we signed up for stepping into the King's throne. <laughs> into the, into the King's seat, wearing the crown that we wear wielding the sword that we do. So don't feel like it is a burden on us. We're here for it all. Hallelujah. Anything else? That was great, man. You nailed it. You too. (laughs) Okay. Stay Stay blessed. Yeah, man. Thanks for making time to listen to the King of Hearts podcast. We hope you found something meaningful and impactful in today's dialogue. This conversation with us ends here. However, the conversation with you and your community also starts here. Follow us on Instagram at thekingsof.hearts for everything King of Hearts. And our website is www.kingshearts.com. Until we meet again, be well.